0: Welcome to Kingstar Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. And wherever you're listening from, we believe God's Word will impact your everyday life. This month is the month of the Holy Spirit. So we will be studying concerning the Spirit of God. Last month, we went through the personality of Christ Jesus. And now, we need to know. First of all, you need to know who is the Holy Spirit. Because if you don't know who is the Holy Spirit, you'll not even know what to expect from him. And, uh, you know, Christian life, is not possible without the Spirit of God. Because even to give your life to Christ, it takes Holy Spirit. Because Jesus said, when the Spirit of truth comes, He will convict the world of sin. So you cannot understand, you cannot recognize that you are a sinner and you need salvation unless the Spirit of God convicts you. But after giving your life to Christ, you cannot live the Christian life without the Spirit of God. We've been reading the Bible, and as we have been reading the Bible, we have come to the knowledge of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And uh, some people think that the Holy Spirit is the least of the Trinity that God the Father is the highest and then follows the Jesus with the Son of God, and then the Spirit of God comes in. But that is not true. we need to understand who is the Holy Spirit. When you know who is the Holy Spirit is when you can fellowship with Him. is when you will know when to talk to Him, what to talk to Him, if He hears you, if He doesn't. Because sometimes people think the Holy Spirit is power. You see? The power, something the Holy Spirit is the fire. That means if it's the fire, there's no way you can relate with the fire, right? You cannot relate with the power, just power. You cannot relate with a dove because something the Holy Spirit is the dove. And uh, when they want to give the sign of the Holy Spirit, they draw the dove. So say that the dove descending. Is the Holy Spirit, but none of them is the Holy Spirit. So, who is the Holy Spirit? First of all, we need to know the person of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit is the person. He is what? He is the person. Is not a thing. Is not it? Sometimes kuna is kitu something spoke to me something. But the spirit of God is not something, he is a person and how uh let's read there are characteristics of the person right for you to know if you're a person there are some things there are some characteristics you need to have for you to, for you to qualify to become a person so let us read romans eight twenty seven. the bible tells us that the spirit of god has a mind Right? A person needs to have a mind. You cannot be a person if you don't have a mind. Because a person needs to reason, right? He say, now, he who searches the, heart o- the hearts knows what the mind of the spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So the Bible say, the mind of the spirit. That means the spirit has a mind. Also the Bible tells us that the spirit of God has a will. First Corinthians 12 11 Today we will read a lot of scriptures because we need to have a base so that we don't claim the Spirit of God to be some something we don't understand, right? But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributed to each one individual as he wills. So they are the gift of the Spirit and the Spirit gives it as He wills. So the Spirit of God has a will. And this is one of the characteristics of a a person. Also, the Bible tells us that the Spirit of God speaks. Act 8, 29. Then the Spirit said to Philip, Go near go nigh and overtake this chariot. So the spirit said to Philip. That means the spirit speaks. Also let us see Acts 16.6. 16.6. Now when they had gone through pa- Parisia and the region of Galatia, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia they were forbidden that means the spirit of god spoke to them to tell them don't go John 16:13 However when he, he the spirit of truth has come he will guide you he will guide you in all truth for he will not speak of his own authority but whatever he hears he will speak and he he will tell you things to come. Here, the Bible tells that he speaks and he hears, right? He speaks. He speaks and he hears. So these establish the personality. First Corinthians two ten. But God has revealed them to us through His Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. The Spirit searches. This uh, tells us that the Spirit can see. You cannot search something if you don't see. Right? So the Spirit can search. Also, the Bible says that the Spirit of God can be grieved. That means the Spirit has emotions. You can grieve the Holy Spirit. Isaiah 63, verse 10. But they rebelled and grieved his Holy Spirit, so he turned himself against them as an enemy, and he fought against them. I said, if you don't know the personality of the Holy Spirit, you will not know what to expect. Have you ever thought that the Spirit of God can fight against you? He turned himself against them as an enemy. And he fought against them. The Spirit of God. These were the children of God, right? That's why it is important to know these things. So that in your walk, you know, sometimes we take grace for granted. Eh? And you are doing something. Na se So there are some things we do intentionally and we know it is wrong because you know there is grace and you know that God will forgive you. Little you know that the Spirit of God, if if you grieve the Spirit of God, he can turn against you. And if the Spirit of God fights you, I i'm sad efficiency four thirty. thirty efficiency 430, Efficient 430. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Just imagine the day of redemption, it's only the seal of the Holy Spirit will redeem you. That means you need to be to understand who is the Holy Spirit. What is his mission in your life? How are you going to relate with the Spirit of God? Because he is your seal. That's why I say you cannot be a Christian without the Spirit of God. There's no way. You know, sometimes I thought, When Jesus left, he ascended to heaven and he told his disciples to wait in Jerusalem, right, for the promise of the Father. And uh, I was wondering now between Jesus' ascension and the descending of the Spirit, how was the life here? But I came to realise after I read the word that Jesus before he left he breathed to them the Holy Spirit. Because he knew our totoboa. (laughs) If Jesus left and then these people, these disciples has to wait, had to wait for the spirit, without the spirit, they could scatter. So Jesus breathed them the Holy Spirit before he ascended. So they were filled with the Spirit of God. What they were waiting was the promise of the Father to be donned with power. The Spirit of God should come upon them so that they can minister. They were waiting to be enabled to minister. That's what you need to understand. You know, when you give your life to Christ, you need to grow. You need to... Because sometimes you might think you can go outside and cast out devils and stuff, and sometimes you might be casted out. They were filled with the Spirit of God. But Jesus told them, do not just go outside there and start preaching. start casting out devils and start doing you know he once gave them power and authority when he was here and told them just go they went (laughs) at his word right they had a backup of the word they were told to go this time they were told that they have to wait until the promise of the father and then from there they will be witnessing That's why they stayed in the room until the Holy Spirit came upon them. You know, Peter that day preached. He came out boldly and preached. That means the man had a sermon. He knew the scripture. When he said this is the day that it was prophesied by the prophet Joel, that means that scripture, he had that scripture a long time ago. But he could not do it boldly so he had to wait for the promise of the father he had to wait to be dawned with power so it was not that that day is the day that the spirit just came they used to they had the spirit of god that's why people think the spirit of god is fire because that day the tongues of fire came upon them and they started to speaking tongues you know every time they manifest people uh Mix things and uh, interchanges the manifestation of the Spirit of God and the Spirit of God himself. The Bible says that the day that Jesus was baptized, the Spirit of God came in a form, descended in a form, in a bodily form like a dove. The Bible did not say he descended... As dove. Or in the shape of a dove. You know the spirit. First of all. If John said that. People of Israel. Will not believe. Because they were forbidden. To make image. Of God. So you cannot liken God. With any image. But what he was explaining. Is was the descending. Was like a Dove. The way the Spirit descends, He discerned. First of all, you cannot see the Spirit, just the Spirit. So He said, uh, He saw Him coming in a bodily form. And He was descending like a dove. It was not that the Spirit came as a dove. That the dove came, you know, sometimes even in the movie, they show the dove came on Jesus here. I wonder after th- that time, they didn't show Jesus walking with the dove here. The dove left. <laughs> so where was the dove now? And this, the Bible said this, Jesus was full of the Spirit. And the dove left. So the Spirit of God did not come. It was not the dove that descended. It was the Spirit came in a bodily form and he was descending like a dove. It was dissension. That dissension, that was likening of the dove. So sometimes we we take the way they explain how the Spirit of God appeared. In the wilderness, the children of Israel, they were walking with the pillar of fire at night and the cloud. And God dwell among his people in the person of the Holy Spirit. So that was the Holy Spirit was working with them. That's why the Bible says they grieved him, the Holy Spirit, because they were moving with the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. The Bible also says that we, Holy Spirit, can be resisted. Act seven fifty one. You stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit, as your fathers did. So do you. So you can resist the Holy Spirit to work in your life. I thank God you cannot resist the Holy Spirit to work in my life. You can resist him for your self. And sometimes this, you know, you can be given instructions, clear instructions, and you choose otherwise. You think you you know much, you know more, you know a lot. When when God went to Sodom and Gomorrah to rescue Loti, huh? The Bible says that three men appeared to Abraham, they talked to Abraham, and then two, en- two left, and the Lord remained with Abraham, right? And those two men went to Sodom. But God, after finishing speaking to Abraham, he did not end it there he told Abraham that, let me go now to Sodom to see if I can find those righteous men. Because Abraham was pleading for them, right? If you find, if you find, if you find. So he said, I'm going to search and look. That means God also went to Sodom. And after the drama of the people in Sodom, Lot were like so, those angels had to grab him and took him out by the hands. They went out of the city, but the Bible says the Lord told him that means the Lord was there with them go to the mountains so that you may escape this fire. God who came to rescue, is telling you to go to the mountain, Lord say, you know, Lord, if I found favor in your sight, <laughs> let me go to the near town because something bad may happen at the mountain. Serious? You think this man who came to rescue is telling you to go. Mm-hmm. Have but you have, you have a better idea. Like, you know, <laughs> man, you don't know mountains. You know, I've heard about mountains. <laughs> I have heard about mountains. Something evil may happen in the mountain. But you know what? God... Allowed him to go to the nearest town. So be careful when you pray because your answer might be answered. Be careful what you pray. Don't think God will not give you what you want. Sometimes people say, God does not give us what we want, He gives us what we need. He said, Ask anything. Ask anything. So you can resist God. He can give you the better way. You can suggest another way. Balaam go, uh, go asked God, should I go? He said, no. He went and came again. Should I go? Who told you God is going to change his mind? <laughs> so he was stubborn and at the end of the day... God say, okay, you can go. I say, thank you, sir. You know, (laughs) you are so 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 good. You know, you are so precious, Father. But on his way, (laughs) was almost, (laughs) you know, even it it reached a point the donkey had to speak. (laughs) So you need to be careful god's idea is the best do not resist the spirit of god praise jesus okay now we have seen that the spirit of god is a person the bible also tells that the spirit of god he is god The spirit he is God, sometimes because you call him a holy ghost, you think he's a ghost somewhere, very powerful ghost, fiery you know there are some there are some uh when you read your Bible, some of the scenes you know, I used to love watching movies, yeah. But I came to, uh, to to realize there are scenes in the Bible that are better than movies. Yes, right. They can be scary sometimes. Yeah. Hmm? There are this scene in Second Samuel, Second Samuel twenty-two, that David spoke. He was thanking God after after God has rescued him all his life in his kingship. And uh, he knew that his time is about to end. And he started thanking God for rescuing him, you see, from all the adversaries of life. And he spoke, say, when this happened, you see, when the hell came to me, when this, the rope fell, when... The devils and my enemies came round about. I called upon you and I cried. And you heard me. You heard my voice from the temple. And my cry enters your ears. and the earth shook and trembled the foundation of the heavens quick and shaken because you were angry you were angry just imagine you know you can get the picture when god is angry you know the foundation of the head of the heavens they had to quake. Hmm? And the Bible says, You bowed the heavens and came down. You rode on cherub. And you were seen on the wings of the on the wings of the wind. Do you have that scene? You know, he just rode on cherub and flew, and he was seen on the wings of the winds. You know, the Bible say in Psalms that God has made his angels wind and his servants fire. Man, I'm a fire. So, for him to arrive faster, he had the cherubim has to be a wind so that he will be. And when he, the Bible say he was seen. That means other people saw him. That means when God came on your rescue, at your rescue, people sees. Man. That is a sin. Serious sin. Go to the next, ne- next verse. It's a, it's, it's a nice movie. He made darkness, canopies around him, dark waters and thick clouds of the skies. From the brightness before him, coals of fire were kindled. Just imagine, God had to cover himself with darkness because he knew how bright he is. He covered himself with the dark clouds. But the Bible says before him, the brightness... That means the brightness pierced through the darkness. And the brightness ha, ha, kindled coals with fire. Come on, come on, come on. The Lord thundered from heaven, my God. And the Mosai utters his voice. My God. He sent out arrows and scattered them, lightning bolts, and he vanquished them. My God, ready. <laughs> this is just God is is just coming for me. This is ju- <laughs> ah, you know. There's this movie I I I just watched, and uh, these people were in the battlefield, and they were around out of arms. They, they 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 just it just reached the point the only thing they had is the knives they have in their hands. The bullets are gone. Everything. There was no rescue, and you could see how they shake, how they they they, they tremble. Because the enemy were nigh. And they, still, they keep on coming closer. And the enemies have a lot of omniscience. So this man said that now we are dead. There's no way. The only thing we have is the knives in our hand. So he, he took a radio and called the base. And ask them to send. You know, there was this we called a, uh, a cannon squad. Those Kikoscha Mizinga. Mm-hmm. They, th- those guys, they, they just stay far from the battlefield. So the, we give them coordinates, they send fire. So this man knew these people were too close. If he asked for the fire, they are dead. So he, he took his radio, he, he knew this is over, and called the base, and he asked for the fire to be sent. And they asked him, target, what's the location? He, say, he told them, drop on my location. They had to ask him, you have to repeat it yourself. He said, I said, drop on my location. He told them if you delay in twenty second we are dead. So it's better we die with our enemies. But God knows if he drop in your location as he is, you can be even swallowed. So he that's why he said he made his servant fire. That means when he drops himself on your location, you are safe, and your enemies are in trouble. Ah, I said he is God, right? Let us come back to the Holy Spirit. He is what? He is God. The Bible says he is omnipresent. For him to be God, he has to have a qualities and characteristic of God. Right? And we know God is omnipresent. Psalms 139, verse 7. I know for you, you wanted me to finish the movie, you know. This is the better movie. Where can I go from your spirit? Oh, where can I flee from your presence? That means there is no place you can go to hide yourself from his spirit. Go to the second. If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning, and dwell in the uttermost part of the sea. Even there, your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. So the Bible says you cannot hide from the Spirit of God. That means he is everywhere. He is omnipresent. The, the Bible also says he is omniscient. All-knowing. He knows everything. First Corinthians two nine. Man, sometimes when you read the Bible you need to dwell, you need to have you you need to make those scenes. You need to you need to, to to be there. The Bible is so sweet. But at his as it is i has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which god has prepared for those who love him but god has revealed them to us through his spirit for the spirit searches all things yes the deep things of god this tells us the spirit knows everything that god knows Because when you when you, you, you speak of the Holy Spirit, when you want to bring the Holy Spirit home, when you want to bring the Holy you, you you have to have God the Father. And then you want to show people that the Spirit also is the same God. So the Spirit of God searches all things, even the deep things of God. That means there is nothing hidden to him. Nothing that God knows and the Spirit doesn't know. He knows all things. The Bible says he is omnipotent. Luke 135. Omnipotent. All power. And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you And the power of the highest, you see, when the Spirit of God comes, the power of the highest comes. He has all the power of God, will overshadow you. Therefore also that the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. This shows us that the power of the highest is the power in the Holy spirit that means all the power belong to the spirit of god praise jesus praise the lord so after knowing who is the spirit of god we know that the spirit of god is god himself there is nothing Uh, We we, we have seen that there is nothing that the Spirit of God is weaker. There is no place that the Spirit of God is a, a, a small god. You see? He is one with the Father. It is just the manifestation. It was the Spirit of God had to come for Jesus to come. It was the Spirit of God who overshadowed Mary. It is the Spirit of God who came for Jesus to start ministry. That means all the power that Jesus exercised here. The Bible says he was full of the Spirit. That's why I say, there is no way you can live a Christian life without the Spirit of God. God knew that these people Jesus said, "I have done, I have finished my work, I have kept all of them except one, but I, He asked the Father not to take us out of this world, not because after that it was we were ready to go, you know when you give your life to Christ, you are ready to go." But he said, let them be here. But he knew there is no way you can... There is no way that you can be victor here. There is... You know, (laughs) Jesus was here. And uh, he knew even his own relatives sometimes came against him. <laughs> so he, he knew that, ah, this place, I have to go back. <laughs> these people are terrible, you know. <laughs> so if I leave these disciples of mine here, so he knew that God himself had to come and dwell in us. It is God himself. He came as the Holy Spirit to give us power and to lead our steps. You know, in if you read uh, the book of Romans, chapter 8, if you read the whole chapter, you'll see that First of all, the Bible say it starts saying that there is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, right? But he said to them who walk according to the to the spirit, not according to the flesh. That means if you don't walk according to the spirit, that is not your portion. Therefore, there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus had had made has made me free from the law of sin and death so you can see here it's all about the spirit it is the spirit of god it is jesus who died but it you live here by the spirit, your righteousness depends on the spirit of God that's why you are sealed by, with the Spirit because he is your identity. It is God when you give your Christianity is actual Christianity is not a religion that you are born called John. Or Rebecca, you are called Abraham, Joseph, you know, Jacob. Christianity is the divinity in a human being. It, I, I, until the spirit of God takes over your life, Christianity has not begun. It keeps, just, next, let's go. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, on account of sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. That the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us. Have you ever read the law? These men, they had the sacrifice even for, the, the, the jealousy, you know, there was a sacrifice for jealousy. Sacrifice for everything. Everything you do, wrong, we have to give a sacrifice. But here the Bible says that the righteousness requirement of the law, all the righteousness requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us. But, look, we do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Not just because you said, you know, one day you confesses your sins. No. To them who we'll walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Next. For those who live according to the flesh, set their mind on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. For, the, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace because the carnal mind is enmity against God for it is not subject to the law of God no indeed can be so then those who are in the flesh cannot please God but you are not in the flesh but in the spirit if indeed the spirit of God dwells in you if indeed the spirit of God dwells in you now if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ he is not his There's no way you can be a Christian without the Spirit of God. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of him who raised Christ Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead dead, will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit who dwells in you. Come on, come on. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. You need to notice that. But But if by the Spirit you put the death, you put the death, the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many, as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. So you need to be led by the Spirit. The leading of the Spirit is necessary in your life. It's not an option. It's not that today you are led, tomorrow you lead led yourself. You need to be fully led by the Spirit of God. You need to be able to perceive things. Because nowadays, even in the body of Christ, you know the realm of the spirit is not heaven, right? The realm of the spirit, it is the spiritual environment. That because everything that you see here on Earth, they come from the realm of the spirit. So if you have the access to the realm of the spirit, you have a superior advantage. And let me tell you, is a, if you have the access, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's through divination of the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. you have a superior. Advantage on this earth, because everything that appears, we are made from the thing that do not appears. That things in the realm of the spirit, if you can change, if you can transact business in the spirit world, the earth has has nothing to do, it has to accept. But how? You are a Christian, how do you transact in the realm of the Spirit? You need to be led by the Spirit of God, because most of the time, there are some miracles and there are some uh, manifestations that we see and we think it is it is go- godly, it is Spirit-led. Divination can do a lot of things. Witchcraft can do miracles. Nowadays, even the body of Christ, there are some things, there are some things that are orchestrated by demonic. And the Bible in Timothy say that in the latter times, some shall depart from the faith. That means these people were the people of faith. That why they depart from faith. So it doesn't matter. You knew this person was fire. Sometimes but they will give heed to the seducing spirit and doctrine of devils. That means there are doctrine of devils. We need to yield to the spirit of God. We need to yield to the spirit of God. The Spirit of God is the one that gives discernment. I'll not talk about the gift of discernment today because it's it's another it's another topic altogether but discernment is what the Spirit is one of the best one of the best gifts you can have as a Christian you ought to have discernment because You might miss the time of your visitation. You know, Rahab, the Bible says Rahab was a prostitute, right? But I don't know how this woman discerned the time of her visitation. He knew that when he saw her destiny helpers, he discerned. You know, we Christians, we we, we are really good to name spirits. eh? But I have not had the spirit of Rahab. Because people could say he was a prostitute. You know, this one has the spirit of Rahab. This woman knew his time, her time. He discerned. And today... We read, we read Rahab in the genealogy of Jesus Christ. You cannot call her, cannot give any spirit that name. <laughs> huh? You know, it, when you read the genealogy of Christ, the book of Matthew is the one that starts with the genealogy of Christ. There are only three, three I think, three women that were named there. The Bible started from Abram, but the Bible did not name Sarah. It came to Isaac, but did not name Rebekah. Right? He mm-hmm. came to Jacob, and then he named Tamar. Mm-hmm. This woman, we might think he did something sinful, but by sleeping with her father-in-law. But by the traditions, this woman she was supposed to be given the younger brother because of to reserve the lineage. And the father somehow Judah was like the fear entangled him because his two sons died. So he was doing things out of fear. And he could not do the will of God. But this woman knew that we have to reserve the bloodline. And you know the story. She had two kids, two twins, Perez and Zara, and when the Bible talks about names Judah, he say Perez. Judah begot Perez by Tamar. And then it went on. After Perez, I think it came uh, Ezra. And then Ezra begot Ram, and then Ram begot Aminadab, Aminadab, and then Aminadab begot Nashon, and then Nashon begot Salmon. And then the Bible says, Salmon begot Boaz by Rahab. Hi. <laughs> and then Boaz begot, obeyed by Ruthie. I will go to Mahama, I will go you, you, you don't just get into the genealogy, you know. You know, we have, we, we, we expected to see Rebecca, we expected to see Rachel, we expect to see Sarah. Huh? You, I, I just want, you know, don't skip the genealogies. There are some good things in genealogies, read everything in the Bible. There are sometimes you 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 just wonder why I just passed through three women. Why you where are the rest? So you just try to find out what the characteristics of this. You know, just just go. There, there is another. And Jesse begot David, the king, and David, the king begot Solomon by her, who had been the wife of Uriah. You know. I just, I just, uh, 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 you see, in this place, in this place, she was not named. But who was named here? Uriah. Why? This man was a righteous man. This man discerned the will of God. After King David slept with his wife, he called him from the battlefield And he just told him, you know what? Just go home, relax, uh, sleep with your wife, drink. This man, he, he, he spoke to the king and said, you know what? The ark of the Lord and Israel and Judah are in the battlefield. That means the presence of God. The ark is the presence of God. At this moment, David was not moved by the will of God. He was moved by his sin. He was trying to cover. But this man knew that no, 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 no. I cannot do this. Say, the ark of the Lord, Israel and Judah are in the tents. And my Lord Joab and the army of Israel are in the plain fields. How can I go at home and sleep and drink and marry? He said, "As you live and as your soul live, I will not go." And the king was furious. He, yes, you know. Sometimes you need to know to understand. The Bible says you should. You should do what authority you should submit to authority. But if the authority take you out of the will of God, you should be able to understand. Because God comes first. And this man, you know, Uriah was not a, was not a Jew. He was not a Hebrew. The Bible say it's a Uriah the Hittite. But this man chose to be, to convert himself, to dwell among the Hebrew. And to follow the God of Hebrew. And he was a righteous man. He was a faithful. You know, the Bible says David wrote a letter to Joab. And gave Uriah the letter to kill him. And this man did not even open that letter. That's why. This man died. Faithfully, that he had to make it in the genealogy, because it was supposed to be written. Solomon, uh, King, begot Solomon by that Sheba. It was not. It is not that the the writer did not know the name of the woman, because if you read in. Uh, in the previous verses, you will see. Oh, in you will see. There are some places it is written, but Sheb. But when we get to genealogy, we had to write Uriah. So you need to understand. You need to understand. The lead of the spirit when the spirit leads you. So it is so easy. To say, you know, the Bible says we should submit to the authority. But in this point, the Spirit of God is speaking to you and is telling you, no, 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 no. If you do not discern, if you are not led, you will die in your sin. You know, Abner was killed by Joab. Abner was a commander of the Saul's army. And after Saul died, he took Saul's son and put him to be a king of Israel by the time King David was king of Judah. You know, Israel, they quarreled sometimes and then they split. It was Israel and Judah. And uh, it reached a point, they went to war and Abner killed Job, brother, in the war. Later, Abner chose to surrender to David. And he came to David and, t- and spoke to David and said, I want to make you king, even to Judah, to, 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 to Israel. So King David was happy and then the man left. But Joab had the grudge because his brother died. And he went, he followed Abner. And because Abner knew that, you know, now there's peace. I want to talk to the king. So he tricked Abner and he went and took Abner and uh, went aside, say, we have something important. And as he was speaking to him, he stabbed him with the sword. And King David had it. And he said, oh, Abner. How could Abner die like a fool? Because it was painful for him because Abner was a warrior. He was supposed to be given a chance, you know, to... You know, sometimes we, we, we watch movies. Long-time movies, you know, there was a time when the movie uh, is at the end. You know, this uh, big guy on the other side and this side, sometimes you might find one has a, a gun, but he had to throw the gun so that they can fight. Because you have to give a chance to a warrior. You should not kill the warrior. As a dog. If you are not led by the spirit. You will die as a fool. Because you will not discern. Abner thought Joab was a friend. Because he has already made peace with the king. But he did not discern. That this man has an evil agenda. There are some people in your life. That will come with a good face. And a friendly manner. But they have an agenda to destroy your life. You need to have discernment. You need to be spirit led. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and share the message to your family and friends. Follow us on our social media at Kingstar Church.